Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my UP podcast. Today I want to talk about fighting the flinch. I grew up on the outskirts of town, pretty much in the country, and consequently a lot of my childhood stories have to do with hunting and fishing. Now, I know that a number of our listeners are from countries other than the USA, and because of that might have a slightly different relationship with guns than we do in the U.S., But where I grew up, guns weren't so much about war as about outdoor sports. Still, I know a lot of you do shoot and also hunt. But if you don't, I hope you can still relate. Growing up as I did, I learned to shoot a rifle at an early age. I also learned that these sports, when responsibly undertaken, have the potential for teaching important life lessons to kids. Responsibility, respect for nature, all kinds of principles involving safety, that kind of thing. And one little lesson I learned along this line I'll call fighting the flinch. Now, a rifle makes a loud noise, right? Accompanied by a push to the shoulder, which is sometimes referred to as a kick. The kick, quote unquote, by the way, isn't really that big a deal. But when accompanied by the loud noise, which is really loud, it can be startling. And because of this, the combination of the crack and push can tempt the marksman to flinch when he pulls the trigger which draws him off target at just the wrong moment and causes the shot to go wild. And he ends up missing the target altogether. Now, amazingly, many believers, Christians, make the same mistake when they're facing a problem. Their fear caused by sometimes bad memories, sometimes even the teaching they've sat under, can cause them to expect negative experiences. They apply for loans anticipating rejection. They visit the doctor expecting negative results. As counterintuitive as it may seem, many believers actually live on the edge of angst, just waiting for the next catastrophe to occur. All the while, God's Word is actually teaching us to expect favor, peace, and well-being. As in Isaiah 3.10, Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their deeds. Or Psalm 121.7, The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. Or Psalm 128.2, where it says, You will eat the labor of your hands. You will be happy, and it shall be well with you. There are a lot of verses like this in the Bible, promising us health, prosperity, well-being, success. And yet so often we lock in on fearful and negative things. God's promises, that's the stuff we ought to be focusing on, right? Not all this negativity. But perhaps all of this ultimately goes back to the human being's innate negative mindset. We even read a scripture that says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And our focus is on, Whoa, many are the afflictions of the righteous, rather than God delivers us out of everything. That verse, you know, was written to cause us to expect good outcomes and victories, and winning, and deliverance, not to expect problems. But so many of us, we just got our faith set for trouble. And so, as I say, we expect negative things, and even when we're wanting something good, we kind of flinch. This fear-induced response is the Christian's version of the shooter's flinch, and it makes the Christian lose faith focus right at the moment when he needs the most to stay on target. Now, the shooter overcomes the flinch by keeping his eyes open through the sequence of aiming and firing. 
And it's kind of amazing, but somehow or other, focusing on the target overcomes our natural urge to cringe. Now, I like to shoot a shotgun and I like to shoot skeet, which is, you know, shooting at flying clay targets. Where, believe me, if you don't know how to ignore the noise and keep your eyes on what you're aiming at, you're never going to hit anything. And that's also how the believer keeps himself in faith. Listen to this. By ignoring the noise in his head and focusing instead on the positive promises of God. Expecting the worst won't help you receive the best. But using the force of your will to expect blessings instead of problems will. Now, some of us might say, oh, you know, I would expect the best if I had more faith, but I just really don't have that much faith. I want to tell you a big secret. Or Roberts used to say, use your faith as a tool. Faith is a tool. God has given to every man the measure of faith. You have it, but you have to use it. So you have to keep your eyes on God's promises as an act of your will. In other words, you use your will to apply your faith. And you also use it to stay on target. Because God is good for keeping his promise. As Numbers 23, 19 declares, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he spoken and will he not do it? Or has he promised and will he not make it good? When faced with a challenge or any kind of faith goal, choose to expect the best. Keep your focus on the promise. Stand in unflinching faith by keeping your eyes on the Lord and his word. And he'll make his promise, your faith goal, a reality in your life. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe. Whatever you're on, iPhone, Google Play, just hit that subscribe button so I can give you an encouraging word, an upward every week. And they're short, 15 minutes max, perfect for when you're driving somewhere. Also, if you'd like to give, most of you know we're a missionary ministry and go just about everywhere. You can do that at davidsermonministries.org or easier yet, just by way of PayPal. Type in David Sermon Ministries. And thanks so much for listening. We love you. God bless you.